Hey friend, welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I am super excited for you to listen to this conversation. It's one of those conversations that honestly could have gone on for hours. I absolutely adore this friend and I love talking to her. In fact, we talked long enough that I needed to split this into two parts. So I think you'll find yourself eager for part two to come out tomorrow when you get the, when you get to the end of this one. In the first part of the conversation today, you'll hear Sasha's inspiring story of becoming a mom and how she followed God's guidance in stepping into her calling and supporting other moms in creating purposeful priorities. And I also mentioned this last week, but if you haven't yet grabbed my free Thanksgiving game plan guide, be sure to get that so you can have the most delicious, intentional, and guilt-free Thanksgiving meal yet. Just go to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash Thanksgiving to gain access. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. People think I'm weird for saying this, but the holidays are the best time to start working on healthy habits. I was just talking with a client last week and she was telling me how grateful she was for getting to do the sustainable health transformation program last year. And she actually wrapped up just a little over a year ago and it was so cute. She was telling me how she felt like she was smiling more this last year because she just felt so much better from doing the program. One thing she did say, though, was that she wished she had stayed to get support during the holidays because she found herself right after she finished struggling with managing portions and missed the accountability and support from the group with all of the festive food temptations. And because I don't want you to miss out on the benefit of learning how to create healthy habits during one of the most perfect learning environments of the year, I am offering a huge Black Friday special. When you sign up for the Sustainable Health Transformation Program before December 2nd, I will bonus you the entire rest of 2023. Yes, that means that your clock for the 16-week program won't even start until January 1st. And depending on how soon you join, you're getting four to six weeks of free coaching. The thing is, 
I've only got five spots in the sustainable health transformation program for this bonus deal. So you'll need to apply quick. If you want to take advantage of this amazing bonus, shoot me an email at visiondrivenhealth@gmail.com. I have a very special guest today, a good, who has become a good friend of mine. I'm pretty sure I discovered Sasha before I launched my podcast. And now I have, and I've had the privilege of getting to be on her podcast. And I'm so excited to have her here. We have become podcast besties is how I feel. <laughs> like just <laughs> right. getting to chat through Voxer and talk all things podcast shop. And it's been, a, it's been really cool. And we also share so many commonalities, but a little bit more. We've got Sasha Star Robertson with us today. She is an intentional living and biblical mindset coach for busy Christian moms. She's a wife of 14 years to her best friend. She's a boy mom of two blessed by adoption. They're both almost exactly the same age as my little guys, which is so fun. She's a travel addict and Jesus freak. And she is the founder of the Intentional Abundance Company, curator of the Life and Goals Planner, host of the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast and co-host of the Faithful Family Fortress podcast. (laughs) And Sasha is just so passionate about the call in Isaiah 61, one through two, and believes that God has called her to set mothers free from stress, overwhelm, and burdens associated with modern day motherhood, and instead to help them live in the freedom of Christ through biblical mindset and balanced schedules. Amen. What (laughs) what a joy and honor we get to hear from you, Sasha, and have you on. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I just was like listening to my introduction there and I was just like, dang, (laughs) (laughs) man, I started from very, very humble beginnings. And so glory to God for for what he's walked me through, everything that he's taught me and is doing in and through me, um, I truly would not be here without him. So, Amen. Yeah. And I can say it. I love friends. You definitely want to listen to her podcast, both of her podcasts. I love both of them. <laughs> her Intentional Mom Life with Jesus and the one that she just launched with her husband. They are, you guys are so cute. You're like, I just love the way you interact, the things you guys put together. It's super valuable content. Can't say enough about it, <laughs> but well, thank you. Yeah. I, I just want to say too, it was so funny. I love, I love the way we met Robin because mm-hmm. I received an email, which I get emails all the time for people to be on my podcast. And sometimes I'm like, I don't even know why. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what, why do you want to be on my podcast? Um, but yours was so personal and you're like, I'm the mom of a, I think at the time it was like a seven month old and mm-hmm. a almost four year old. And I was like, I'm the mom of an almost seven month old and an almost four year old. Uh-huh. So I think our boys, I think your boys are like, right about a month or a couple of weeks older than each of mine. And mm-hmm. so it really is like you celebrate the birthdays and then I do. And it was just such a personal touch. And, and yeah, I was like, I think on our, 
on our interview, you're like, yeah, this is my like fourth podcast interview. And I'm like, Robin's going to have a podcast soon. And so I'm so (laughs) glad that you do because the same thing, I love listening to your podcast. And there have been many times I'm like listening in the car and then Robin's talking and I'm like convicted. (laughs) It's super helpful. I love, I love that I get to be on here because this is a super valuable place. So thank you. Well, my Truly my pleasure, my honor. I'm so excited. And I, I'm excited for people to get to hear a little bit more about your story. And I I know there's so much to it. And I'm trying to remember, I know I've heard it from you. And then also you shared a bit in your podcast um, with your husband, Robbie. Um, but tell us a little bit about your journey as a mom, particularly as it relates to supporting us busy mamas and living an intentional Jesus-centered life. Yeah. So, um, I guess first I want to point out that I came from a childhood of trauma, a Mm. family that I did not grow up in the church. I did not grow up in a believing family. Um, and I lived with a lot of coping mechanisms for a good chunk of my life, anxiety, control issues, addictions, and more. I did not have good self-care. I did like, and in terms of self-care, I'm talking about like the basic good stewardship of your body, like the temple of the Holy spirit. And, um, my husband and I actually are, he says the perfect infertile couple. And we experienced, I say 10 years of infertility, but really it was still, (laughs) it's ongoing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We've been married for over 14 years now. And, um, but it was, it was several years into our infertility journey, um, that he finally agreed to come on board with adoption. I have always wanted to adopt since I was little. I seen so much craziness going on in families. And I just always knew since I was a little girl, I wanted to be like a safe and loving and nurturing home for kids. And so my husband came around to adoption and it was 10 years into our marriage together that we brought home our first son. And I had left my career to become a stay-at-home mom, which was my greatest dream, but it was also giving up everything that I had worked for in life, like up to that point, you know, I was, I was getting promotions. I was receiving recognition. I was constantly growing and learning. And I left the workplace for diaper changes and peekaboo. And I had this like, you know, mom identity crisis. Like most of us have of like, what is my purpose anymore? Who am I like, God, why am I here? And I asked all of these questions, but I tuned out the world and I just, I had my Bible and I had my little planner and my journal. And I worked through all of this stuff with the Lord only a few months into motherhood. I mean, my son Mm. wasn't even three months old at the time. I think when I was, when I was asking these questions and leaning into a lot of this and, um, God just really showed me how even all of the stuff that I learned in my degree program and in business and, and in all these working environments really were useful in motherhood. And it it didn't mean because I was a mom, all of this stuff had gone away. Like Mm. all of this stuff was still very real and practical. It was just different. And, and so I just sat in that for a while and, um, and just continued to follow each step of obedience that he was like calling me into. And it was, I think about nine months into motherhood, Um, I was, I was like stepping into the coaching space because I believe that God very clearly called me like offer coaching was something that I swear (laughs) I heard him say. And I was like, what? I don't even know what coaching was. I never had a coach, but I had done this challenge and, 
And it was very clear that I was supposed to offer coaching to these ladies that were walking through this challenge with me. Um, and so I said, okay. And then about nine months into motherhood, I, I, again, I say this with like the least amount of arrogance, like all the humility in me is I, I had this, you're rocking mom life. And I'm like, what? Like, what does that even mean? What does that look like? And so I sat down and it was the 65 page brain dump later about how I'm rocking mom life and all like the tools. And again, all of the stuff that he had showed me months prior of like everything that I had learned and experienced and gone through became essentially my coaching system that I call the Intentionally Abundant Motherhood, my signature program. Um, It became the life and goals planner that I have. And so motherhood, what I realized was actually a catalyst for me that Mm. caused me to be more intentional with all the gifts that God has given me to steward, all the experiences that he's walked me through to be a better steward of my health, to be a better steward of my time, to take better care of myself, to lead by example for my kids, but also to be more intentional in seeking him. Because prior to motherhood, you know, I had a full-time job. I was volunteering. Um, you know, I took overtime, I was fundraising for adoptions and all of this stuff. Right. But I still would always like, I want to say, make the excuse, right. I wouldn't find the time for God in my life. I was just going through the motions and with the flow of life. But then I became a mom to this precious gift. Like all children are a gift, but I felt like it was even a more precious gift to me because it was somebody else's child that, that Mm. I was then given the gift to parent and like, I took it very seriously. Like I need to do yeah. this well. And, yeah. and this child is a gift from God. And I need to make sure that I'm doing everything in my, you know, capabilities or in my ability of stewardship to, to raise this child, to know and love and serve the Lord, or at least, you know, to lead by example of that. Obviously sure, yeah. they have their own free will. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so motherhood was just this catalyst for me to become more intentional about everything that I'm doing and primarily the choices that I'm making with the time that I have to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given me. So, yeah. It's so good. So powerful. And I share a lot of similarities to what, to your story, particularly feeling like you're trading, you're giving up something that you, at least for me, I was convinced of is better than motherhood or as like the ultimate of like whatever that career is or the ultimate accomplishment. And I I would say like for me in becoming a mom, I'm like, whoa, wait a second. This this is the thing. This is powerful. And I I love that you kind of had a similar a similar realization and also recognized all the experience you had prior to then serves that and also enables you to, to be intentional, to steward the little life that you are given. I think that's, I love the perspective that you have and how it almost had this, not, not that it's a greater depth than having your own kid, but I'm hearing you and I'm feeling kind of convicted. Like, I'm like, wow, like, that's just like, that's so cool to like, oh, I had a baby. I need to, I got to get these things sorted. And yeah, it's amazing. And it's a, a, a follow-up question to that is I think, you know, maybe a lot of moms are hearing you and they're just like, I don't know what kind of crazy special dynamic you have going on, Sasha. And like, it was having a kid that like the wheels came off and it's like, things feel so crazy. And I know for myself, I, I feel like I've always got a thousand plates spinning and 
I'm just one moment away from them all falling and crashing. And yeah, it can just, it almost feels like it's impossible to keep them going, but then introduce the holidays. And it's like, oh, well, they're, they're down. They're all crashed. They're on the floor, broken pieces. Like we're just, we're just going to try and make it through. And we're going to get a couple cookies while we're at it, put on a few pounds. (laughs) (laughs) And if we're lucky, we'll make it to the new year, you know, (laughs) in, in one piece. So with all of that said, what do you think we're missing that keeps us from continuing to be intentional or maybe even believing we can be when life is so crazy and busy? Right. Well, I think first and foremost, we have to look at why are we so busy and really Mm. like challenge that. And this is something that I've had to do time and time again. And it's, it's a constant refining in my life because I look back on the days that, um, like I remember I prided myself on like, I was going to school full time Mm -hmm. and one semester I got like, I think it was 26 credits or 23 credits in one semester during school. I think it was 23 and I was working full time and I was fixing up our condo so it could be rentable and for sale as we were like in the process of looking to buy a different house. And it was just, it was so much. I was a dog mom. I wasn't like a, a, you know, human mom at the time, but my dog was my child. So I took it pretty seriously. I was volunteering and like, and then I think about the time before that, when again, I was working full time and I was in school and I volunteered, like, gosh, it had to be like 40 hours a week. Like just all this time that I was so busy and I was doing all these things and I was a yes girl and I was a people pleaser. And like, I, I, I didn't want to say no to anyone, but I also couldn't say no to anyone. Like, even if I wanted to, and I prided myself like on how much I could do, how much I could take on. Totally. And so I was actually thinking about this recently. I was, I was having a a conversation with a friend who was over and I'm like, she's like, but do you have the capacity for that right now? And I'm like, that's not really a question you can ask me because my capacity is ridiculous. Okay. Um, on top of that, my husband's capacity is ridiculous. And, And you put both of those together and it like compounds. It's not like mine plus his equals this. It's like, mine plus his equals double what we could each do on our own. Like I I believe together, there's nothing that we can't accomplish. We like put our like high performance people, right? Yeah. But full plate people. Yes. Full plate people. Yeah. (laughs) So when we put our, our, all of the stuff down, right. And we look at it, it's like, we come out of these seasons and we're like, our head is above the water and we're taking a breath and we're like, whoa, what was even, what was even happening? Like, look at all that we were able to accomplish, but then it's like, but, but where was our like time for rest and where was our time for God? And where was our time to like mm-hmm. be present with our kids? And like, and then we think about all of that. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking about, um you know, it's high performance. And so it it does, it creates, um, stress. Right. And, and and even though it might not feel like stress or it might Mm -hmm, not feel mm -hmm. like anxiety, like when we come out of it on the other side, we look back and we're like, Whoa, that was a season. But then we keep going into these seasons because Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just the normal. And so I'm saying all of this to say, it's been a constant learning process for me to say, like, why is my life feeling so crazy busy in the first place? And am I saying yes to things that aren't for me? 
I remember um, a time, this was like shortly after becoming a mom, where our church reached out to me and asked me if I was going to lead the Thanksgiving feast again that year. And I had done it like for the two years prior and I was good at it, but it definitely, it was like a high stress. It wasn't yeah. a time of, of like Thanksgiving for us because it was <laughs> yeah. work, work, you know, e- even though I was like the director and I was, I was delegating and overseeing things. It's still like, everybody comes to you with a different question and, and whatever else. And I was like, oh, I'm so honored. They asked me like, they think so highly of me. Yeah. But then I had to sit and look at like, look at all the stuff you have going on in your life. And you've got this little boy and like, yeah. you've got this stuff going on in your business and you've got this stuff going on in your health. And then is this really in your best interest? Is this, is this a God thing for you? Right. Or is this just like a good thing that you could show up and serve in the capacity of? And I had to say no. And that was kind of one of these like pivotal moments for me in my life of, of saying no, because it wasn't for me and being confident in that. And God gave me this massive amount of peace that there's, there's somebody else that they can ask. And if nobody wants to step up, then that's fine. And so what had happened through that season is the church actually actually changed from this massive feast to being this time of just like dessert and fellowship, which if you think about it is honestly like a little bit sweeter. I mean, I guess it's actually a little, a lot sweeter, <laughs> literally, but, you know, sometimes we can just say yes to things out of habit, out of mm-hmm. people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that would be my, my biggest thing is like, it is one of the t- things that I teach my clients and encourage them to do is to look at all the things that are before you and mm-hmm. make sure that you're really focusing on your most purposeful priorities and bringing mm-hmm. God into that season, bringing God into that goal planning and saying, God, is this really what you have for me? Am I supposed to say yes to this? And I believe in a God of confirmation. Like, yeah. He's gonna- like he's going to bring it up in the song on the radio. Your pastor is going to be speaking about that, or the Lord's going to speak through your pastor, you know, like to your heart, you're going to open up your devotion that you're walking through. And that day is just going to be so perfect for answering that question. And, and a friend or your spouse is going to say something, right? It's like, God is a God of confirmation. If he really has something for you, he's going to bring it up and bring it up and bring it up. And if it's a thing that is just causing you a, a major lack of peace in your life, it's probably not for you. So those are my like, you know, ways of going about discernment. And so I hear you in that, like f- feeling like I'm spinning a thousand plates, mm-hmm. but it's been a constant <laughs> process of taking those plates down. Like I yeah. I just don't need to spin that one anymore and, and really honoring the season that God has me. in. so I think that is number one, right? Yeah. It's like, is, is getting to a place where your schedule doesn't feel impossible, yeah. where your schedule feels good and manageable. Yeah. And like, there's, there's white space or place for peace and a place mm-hmm. for God and his presence and all of that. Um, and then I don't know, should I talk about the next thing? Because I'm like, and then you add the holidays into it, right? I want to talk about some like foundational pieces before that. Or did you have anything that you wanted to like say in response to that first, I guess? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, such an important thing. And I, I, again, I'm why are we the same person? I'm so similar. It's like, when you ask me what my capacity is, it's like, well, what do you need? Like, what, what do you need to get done? Like, it's, it's going to happen. Like we can make it happen. And at the same time, it can, 
just because you can make it happen does like does it mean you should and right. does it mean it it like I love how you said you know does that honor your time of rest does that honor your time with your kids does that honor the time you have with the lord and i think that is super important and it's like okay cool you can and even from the 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 people pleasing are like oh the affirmation of somebody asking you to do something and it's like oh wow like okay, cool. Yeah. There I am. Look at me. I'm spinning a thousand plates. And I, same thing. I would carry the pride of, and still wrestle with that of like, look at all that I can do. But the question being in some ways, maybe people like us, it's almost more glorifying to God to slow down Mm -hmm. and to say no and to not spin all the plates and be like, I'm spinning three and that's great. That's enough. (laughs) You know, that's three more than maybe even most people, you know, would consider as enough. And so really, really resonate with that. And I, yes, I want to hear what you have to say about the holidays because it does, it adds a whole other element. There's other, there's families involved, there's tradition involved. There's things that feel like you, maybe things that don't feel like you have a choice. Like you're spinning a thousand plates even some of those, I'm sure people feel like they don't have a choice in, but at the end of the day, we do. Mm-hmm. And maybe the holidays feel a little bit more like, okay, but really though, aunt so-and-so like, I, ha- I have to do this. <laughs> I have to do this. So how do you, how do you, how do we navigate that? I'm so sorry to stop the conversation right there. I know you're so eager to hear Sasha's response. It's really good. And in fact, in the second part, I feel like we really get into the conversation at a next level and share a lot about our personal lives and how we're wired and Sasha's encouragements are so inspiring and super practical and helpful. So I hope you'll join me tomorrow for part two of this conversation with Sasha Star Robertson. Friend, I really appreciate you joining me today and listening to the Vision Driven Health podcast. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, would you be so kind as to take two minutes to leave me a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts? That would really mean a ton because the more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can find this podcast and be blessed and encouraged in creating their own Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group. In some ways, maybe people like us, you can use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week. And Mm -hmm. to say no, and to not spin all the plates and be like, I'm spinning three, and that's great. That's enough. You know, that's three more than maybe even most people, you know, would consider as enough. And so really, really resonate with that. And I, yes, I want to hear what you have to say about the holidays because it does, it adds a whole other element. There's other, there's families involved, there's tradition involved. There's things that feel like you, maybe things that don't feel like you have a choice. Like you're spending a thousand plates, even some of those, I'm sure people feel like they don't have a choice in, but at the end of the day, we do. And maybe mm-hmm. the holidays feel a little bit more like, okay, but really though, aunt so-and-so like, I, ha- I have to do this. <laughs> I have to do this. So how do you, how do you, how do we navigate that?